0: Hi, I'm Nancy Dufresne. Welcome to our podcast channel. We know you'll be blessed by today's message. We've been taking the time in these services to emphasize something that I believe is important for us all. Not because we're always, I don't bring these things up and the Spirit doesn't spotlight things sometimes just because we're not doing it. Sometimes because He's wanting to take us further in what we're already doing. Because going further, there's more in the places that we go to. And God began emphasizing a statement that Dad Hagen made. And he said, when reverence and honor are restored, there will be a restoration and multiplication of the miraculous power of God. And the laws of, when, with miracles, the laws of physics get set aside so the, that the miraculous can flow. And that's what we need to not be shocked by when we start seeing even a greater degree of the laws of physics violated, set aside, put on pause for the flow of what God's miracle power can work, amen? Amen. There are end time miracles for the end time harvest. Dad Hagen had made a statement in a service that he said that, There are going to be manifestations of miracles, things worked that no one has ever seen before. And he said, because no one has ever seen them, people will oppose them. And they will say, well, that's not been recorded anywhere before. And so it must be error. It must not be God. But then he would refer to, well, Jesus had never seen somebody spit and make clay out of the spittle and put it in a blind man's eyes. He was the first, and there was no record of it in Scripture. And uh, who's to say that God has used up all of his firsts? Who's to say they're all spent? Amen. And even though there may be a manifestation we haven't seen before, we do have precedence for it in the Word because the Word is full of firsts. And I, don't, I want to be one, and I know you want to be one. We want to create a place and an atmosphere where a first can happen. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Amen. And don't think that we've seen it all satisfied with it because there's so much we haven't seen. And there are end-time miracles to help toward the end-time harvest. Amen. Reverence and honor are hosts of miracle power. They're the door greeters that let the miraculous flow into the atmosphere Mm -hmm. to flow. Amen. Amen. And faith receives of that power. But reverence and honor play a role in giving access. Amen. And as we've said before, reverence is an attitude that creates an atmosphere. It's one of... Deep respect that has a sense of awe about it. That you never treat something that flows from God as common and get familiar with it so that it's diminished. No matter if we saw a certain manifestation every day, we never treat it as common. It's treated as honorable. Amen. And that's, the, that's, that's a flow of reverence. There's a deep respect with it toward these things. And uh, we treat it with weight. We treat it with honor. We put things first that should be put first. Amen. We, don't, we want to get rid of any tent or uh, anything that would spell a dishonor. Because dishonor is not just someone saying, I dishonor that they won't say it in those words. Dishonor is just a show of treating something honorable and something important as unimportant. And I want you to know that one of the places that uh, we need to always stir up our honor is in our local church. What an honor to have a place where we can go and hear the word and sit in a place where the anointing can come into manifestation and reach my family and reach my children and wash over my mind and and refresh the things of my heart. That doesn't happen at the mall. It doesn't happen at the theater. It only happens in the place where God's people assemble. And that's to be honored and we don't treat it lightly. Amen. Amen. Praise, the Praise the Lord. And we've referred to the scripture and we are, we're calling it the law of honor that the scripture shows that those who honor me, I will honor. Yes. Now think about the weightiness of that. When yeah. God's, God starts bestowing his honor. And we're the ones that determine where his honor goes. Right when we honor, we're met with his honor. Yeah. Amen. It says, those that honor me, I will honor. And those that despise me shall be lightly esteemed. Or those who just treat as unimportant what God honors. What's important to God, we make important to us. Yes. 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 Amen. Amen. And just because there are others that around us mock and make light of what we honor, that doesn't diminish. That just sets us apart. <laughs> Amen. So we're the ones who determine the flow of honor that we receive in our life based on what we're sowing because we reap what we sow. Amen. 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 Brother Hagan wrote this. He says, I've been in meetings where the Holy Spirit was moving and the anointing came upon me to minister to certain people once I pointed to a woman wearing a a pink blouse and by the word of knowledge began to tell her what was wrong with her so that I could minister healing to her. But as soon as I spoke to her, everyone started clapping and the anointing lifted. Just like a bird sitting on my shoulder, it flew away. The anointing left because God inhabits the praises, not the clapping of the people. It's fine to clap, and you've heard him talk about it, and he taught us about it's fine to keep rhythm with the music, but that's no substitute for the honor and the reverence of who we're dealing with. And he said, I went away from, now this is what I wanted to get to. I went away from those meetings weeping, listen to this, because those folks didn't have enough spiritual discernment to know that they had grieved the Spirit of God. The problem was they weren't reverent enough. They weren't deep enough spiritually. They were floating in the soulish realm. That grieves the Holy Spirit. I would dare to say that we need to remind ourselves and stir ourselves up. It matters what flow we're in when we arrive to the building. So that when the service starts, we can just step in and take off. We're not having to. Getting people out of that natural arena. That we realize, hey, wait a minute. In honor and reverence, I'm going to come a certain way. I'm going to arrive a certain way. Stirred up. Our honor, and this is the wonderful thing about it that we see in these services, None of us have arrived at full flow of these things. Our honor can always be growing. Our reverence can always be growing. And as it grows, we see that the attitude we carry when we enter the building matters. And God knows. God knows. Amen. So Dad Hagen said the problem was they weren't reverent enough. They weren't deep enough spiritually they were floating in the soulish realm that grieves the holy spirit because he's trying to say something and we're not listening see you listen with you listen here you got to grab it in here you got to grab it in here Amen. i've seen many a good service ruined Because the lack of reverence for God moving in the service grieved the Holy Spirit and he left. The Spirit of God just flat departed, not from me or from anyone else individually, but from the service. Then he said, This you have a responsibility to flow with the Holy Ghost. Not just the preacher, all of us have that responsibility and it's a privilege. One of, listen to this, this is so sobering. One of these days, we are each going to have to stand before God and give an account for what happened in the services that we attended. Some people want to put all the responsibility on the preacher. But no one preacher, minister, pastor, teacher can do any more than a congregation or a group of people will let him do. And you can prove it by in Jesus' hometown. He came from Jairus' house. Raised the daughter from the dead. And you know this, especially ministers know this that when you've been ministering under a certain flow, that anointing, there's a residue of it that stays on you even when you leave that location. There was a residue of that degree, resurrection, power, anointing on him, and he arrives into Nazareth with it, and they brought it down to nothing. They brought it down, diffused it just by their attitude, their response. It matters what's going on up here when we arrive. Is this yielding to this and letting this take the lead or is this taking the lead? We'd be in in services with Dad Hagen and we'd hear him say different percentages at different times. He'd say, well, we got into 30% of potential of that prophet's office. In the meeting. The highest I ever heard, he might have said higher, but I'm saying that we heard personally, the highest we ever heard him say in all the years, he said, I got to 70% of the potential of the office of the anointing upon me. And then he said, then he told us why. He said, because that's as far as the people would go with me. See, we're all fitly joined together, and if one won't go, they pull back. Who's endeavoring to go? Yes. Amen. Come on. Amen, this is part of the, the flow of reverence. Yes. Will we go? Yes. 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 Amen. Yes. We want to honor the Spirit of God and do that be- and to do that best we have to learn him. We learn His ways, yes. pay attention, be a student yes. and how he moves so that we don't grieve him and hinder The manifestations of what he's there to perform. The Holy Spirit is a performer. Amen. And he performs as long as we let him. So when we respond to him right, he can perform more. Amen. How do we respond right to him? Hooking on to what he's doing. What is he doing? We hook on to that. Amen. To honor God, we must honor what he's saying to us personally and what he's dealing with us about. We're talking, these previous statements were about when we're together, but to honor him personally, what's he talking to you about? What's he dealing with you about? He's going to deal with us and speak to us through his word and through his spirit. And many miss out on their miracle because they fail to look to how the spirit is leading them personally in regard to their need of a miracle. When you need a miracle, the first place to look is here. Holy Spirit, you are my guide. You will guide me into that miracle flow so this need can be met. What we don't want to do and don't, don't misunderstand me I honor the word, but the honor but the word points us to the guide, too, yes. Yes. <laughs> that we have divine help. And what we don't want to do is not be. Keen and sensitive to the Holy Spirit because if we're not learning that flow in services when we go home We will not get become suddenly keen if we couldn't do it In a corporate faith setting corporate anointing flowing And so whenever we have a need the first thing to do is look inward Holy Spirit, what would you say, me, say for me to do? But what many do on missing their miracle is they just pick their favorite scripture and start confessing it and throwing it at their need. Yes. I believe in confession, spirit-led confession. Yes. And people get disappointed when they start getting adamant and call it faith. You can get adamant with your confessions. It's going to be this way. It's going to be this way. It's going to be this way. But to honor God. To honor the word. And to, is to honor the spirit. That leads us into that word. The effective use and application of that word. We need help applying the word rightly. Rightly. We need, the word is so vast, it's vast and the Holy Spirit will hone in and say, this scripture right here is your help and you can't decide, well, I like this one over here. This is a flow of honor and reverence that we honor his lead. We honor his God. We look here. When I need something from God, I don't just start throwing through what I've memorized or meditated on at the Word and start throwing it at it and demand that God show up because I threw the Word at it. It's the Spirit-led Word. Amen. Amen. The letter of the law kills, but the Spirit gives life to that. That book, Daily Healing Bread, came out of a season of testing that I went through when I was about 28 years old. And every day, there was such a... For me, because young, spiritually younger, and in the process of renewing my mind, things were harder back then. It was just harder. And this test, I mean, you would get up every day and it was just there. And every day I would go... I would look inside and the Holy Spirit would either bring a scripture or say a phrase to me and I would write it down and I would hold to that thing all day long. That was my anchor for that day to keep from drifting off into failure. And it would anchor me. It wasn't me going to the word and finding my favorite. It was the spirit leading me into the word of life. And so I would write that down and all day long I would meditate on that. And that was the only thing that seemed to anchor me. The next day I'd get up and I'd lay hold of that thing he had said to me the day before and it was like it was dead to me. And that day he would give me something else. And I would write it down and all day long I would hold to it and I would confess it. What's he doing? He's guiding me into my miracle, leading me into my victory. Because you have, listen, the miracle you need, you haven't been there before. (laughs) Or you'd already have it. And you need a guide to go where you haven't been. And so I would get up the next day and I would listen to what he would say. And he would say something else and I'd write it down in my, in my journal. And I would hold to that thing all day. I didn't just write it down and, leave, and be a good note taker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's dangerous to just be a good note taker. Yeah. Take notes, but you're not taking notes so that you can develop your note taking skill. It's yeah. yeah. so you have something to anchor you. It's what God's prompting to you and saying to you. Yeah. Yeah. And so I would... Hold to that thing. I did that for a year and a half every single day. Spirit led help. And that was the only way that every day I would have the peace to get through that day. Is what the spirit fed me. And that's where several years later God said to me. I had no idea he would have me to even write even one book and he said i want you to write a book and call it daily healing bread from god's table and you take the journal of what the spirit gave you during that time and you feed that teach that in that book and that's where that book came out of it was my rescue yes. treat those books right they're my life
1: yeah. 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 Amen. Amen. Amen.
0: they're not just a product yeah, right. come on yeah. they are revelation yeah. that got me yeah. Out of defeat into victory. (laughs) And you need it. Why? Because I needed it. Amen. The, The Holy Ghost will reveal to you. But we have to honor and value and pay attention to what he's saying to us. Take time to hear. Amen. Amen. Um, probably it's over 30 years ago now, I had been having some physical issues and I'd gone to the doctor and they wanted to put me on a certain medication and I didn't want to go on it. And that here I was, I was in my late twenties and I had this idea that if I was in faith, I, I had this idea. I had. This idea, like you have ideas. I had this idea that if I was in faith, I did not need to be taking medication. But I was overwhelmed in my faith. My faith was overwhelmed at what I was facing. So the doctors said, you know, you need to be on this medication. And, um, I thought, if, if I take that medication, that's a sign I'm not in faith. And if I'm not in faith, I'm not pleasing to God. And if I'm not pleasing, to, you know, and you just get yeah. into this mental rat race of what you think you know that you really don't know. Yeah. <laughs> that mental analysis yeah. of the word yeah. without the spirits leading yeah. and help. Yeah. And my, my husband said something to me. And he was right, but it didn't land in me as quickly as it should just because I was here is entrenched in this mental thing. And he said, honey, it's not the withholding of medicine that pleases God. It's faith. I go, okay, that sounds good. You know, and that went off and entrenched in my little mental world. But I turned to God and I one day was just sitting and waiting before him. I got quiet. And the Spirit of God said to me, now I'm saying this to you for a reason, because this is where a lot of people miss it. He said, go on the medicine. While you're on the medicine, feed your faith and release your faith. And when your faith is to the place it should be, I will tell you when to come off. And I learned that day I never have to make another decision except one. And that is, do what he says to do. So good,
1: Pastor.
0: That's my only decision. And I'm so glad I learned that in my 20s because yeah. when I was 53 and Ed, Ed went home to be with the Lord and there were so many decisions, I knew I only had one decision. One decision yeah. And that is follow what he told me to do.
1: Yeah.
0: So good. It took all of the struggle right. out of the circumstances. Yeah. It took all of, it closed the door to fear. It closed the door to worry when all I have to do is follow him. Follow. Honor him enough to listen to him. Yeah. Wow. So good. And don't be a word know-it-all. Yeah.
2: Hello. Yeah. Amen. Yeah.
0: So I spent every day feeding on the word, meditating in the word, speaking the word, And three months later, just as clear as a bell, the spirit of God said to me, you can come off the medication now. No, it wasn't from here. It was from here. And there was no sense of being overwhelmed. I was completely overwhelmed before, but there was no sense of being overwhelmed. And I've learned in being a pastor, how many times people have come to me who were facing medical decisions. And they would, I would say to them, my job is, people want you to tell them what to do. Listen, hey, we've all been there. Just tell me what to do, I'll do it. But that's not my responsibility. And so I would say to them, my job is to always lead you back. What is your heart saying? What is the spirit of God dealing with you about? What's he dealing with you about? So they would say, pastor, Some of them, thinking of some in particular, needed surgeries, and they said, "I, I don't want a surgery. I'm not going to do the surgery. I'd say, no one wants a surgery. Just not wanting one does not mean the Spirit is leading that way. That's not the leading of the spirit, what you want or what you don't want. That's why you can't just pick the verse of your choice and start throwing it at it because that's what I want. (laughs) To have miracle flow, you have to follow the performer of the miracle. And if that element is missed, a miracle will be lost. That should have been received. Yeah. The Holy Spirit will always lead us into miracles. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Always.
1: Yes.
0: Amen. Because that's God's flow. Yes. <laughs> that is his flow. So just know this. You have to learn how he's leading so that you can't decide that what you've figured out is his leading. That's good. And then get adamant and call it faith. Yeah. I've seen many people get adamant and think they're in faith. Just because you won't let go of what you've decided is not faith. Faith requires revelation to work. Something has to be revealed to you. Faith comes by hearing. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. People think that means just the written word. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by what God is saying to you. Because the word is what God is saying. The written word is what God is saying. But also what the spirit says to you is what God is saying. And it's the word. When the spirit says it, it's the word because it's always in agreement with the written word. So faith comes by hearing and hearing what what God is saying to you. By his word and by his spirit. And this is where miracles begin. When you hear. When you hear. That's the beginning. You'll remember uh, at the marriage when Jesus and his disciples were called there and they ran out of wine. And Mary comes to Jesus like he's the head of the catering department. And involves him in something that's not his business. And she says they've run out of wine. That's probably the first time he's heard it. But she's all up in it. She knows. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe she had a role in some of that. Yeah. The arranging of things. I don't know. But she needs help. And, it's in, and notice this. She was interested that they have their supply restored. Do you really think God was real interested that the wine not run out? Jesus wasn't real interested in that, but it was her interest. And she involved him in what she was interested in and put a demand on him. And I I love it because she goes to him and says, they've run out of wine. And he says, well, woman, what's that got to do with me? It's not yet my time. She decided it was his time. She decided. It was his first miracle. She, she helped him. She, 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 she believed. Yeah. And she helped him. And I love it because when she said to him, him, they have no more wine. And he answered and said, woman, what's that got to do with me? My time's not yet come. It says she turned to the servant. <laughs> I'm done talking to you. <laughs> Don't talk to you. This is a mama with the son. I love the dynamic here. It's a mama with the son. And she says, I'm done talking to you. She talked to the servant. And she said, whatsoever he says, do it. She initiated the miracle by putting a demand on him saying something. How do you put a demand for God to say something? Turn to him. I'm sitting here. I'm listening. You've got something to say. You've always got my help. You've always got my answer. I'm here to listen. I put a demand on that, what you're going to say, by listening. It's listeners who put a demand on on the saying. And so... She said, whatsoever he says to you, do it. Notice she didn't say whatsoever you figured out. Whatever plan, whatever backup plan you may have for empty wine buckets, (laughs) do that. No, (laughs) whatsoever he he says to you, do it. And they're thinking, well, what's he got to do with the catering of this thing? No, she put a demand on him to say something. God is saying something. Are we listening? Are we listening? That's our job to listen to what he would say. Then you stop bumping into walls and trying this and trying that and trying this. And then you're, then you're, you get disappointed in your own faith life because you think your faith isn't working when really it's the lack of hearing to have a miracle. You have to hear. To have a miracle, you have to hear something. Yeah. How many times are there testimonies of healing under Jesus' earthly ministry? They heard report. They heard something. They're, they're, they heard something. They didn't just randomly start going, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. Yeah. They heard something that directed the accuracy of what they did. Yes. And so Mary turns to the servant and says, whatsoever he says to you, do it. And what he said made no sense. They're hand-washing, foot-washing pots. He says, fill them up. (laughs) Remember when they bore the wine to the the governor governor of the feast or whatever? He had no idea that came out of the foot-washing pot. (laughs) God uses vessels you would have never chosen. Doesn't matter that you feel like you're, you're just only qualified as a foot washer. Guess what? You're the pot it's coming out of. <laughs> Whatsoever he says to you, do it. And he said, fill up the water pots. So they did it. Labor-intensive work, they don't have running water. You know it's haul it, haul it, haul it. And they do it. And then they said, go give this to the governor of the peace. It's like, you go give it to him. <laughs> you don't want to say it. You go give it to him. We don't know when it turned into wine. We don't know. But they just did what he said. They didn't figure it out. They didn't try to tell him why this wouldn't work. Honor his leading enough to not argue with it. Amen. 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 <laughs> Praise the Lord. And when they did what he said, what he said bypassed every natural process. Nobody planted a grape seed, nobody grew a grapevine, nobody tended it. Nobody reaped the harvest of it. Nobody put it through the fermentation process. Nobody bottled it. Miracles bypass natural processes. And if you struggle with that, there'll be miracles lost to you that God has for you. God will set aside laws because his law is higher. The law of the flow of miracles. The law of faith. Amen. Praise the Lord. Faith requires revelation to work. That's why you have to hear first. What is God saying to you? Because it requires revelation. Then you're not out. There's no risk to the faith life. Because when you're in faith, you're acting on what you've already heard. You're not acting on something you calculated and figured out. The only part of the word that will work for you is the part you have respect for. I was raised in a denomination of precious people. But we didn't know anything about salvation. Why? We didn't respect that part of the word. And because we didn't respect it, no one got saved. No one got healed in our church growing up because there was no respect for Jesus' as healer. The part of the word you respect is the part you'll partake of. And if you don't respect something, although it's available, you can't partake of it. Jesus, the healer, showed up in Nazareth, but they couldn't partake because they did not respect him as healer. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. So for God to lead me into salvation, he had to lead me to a place where he was honored as savior. Where he was honored as healer. He had to lead me to a different place. When you need to go further, sometimes when if it's dangerous to go to a church that doesn't honor even out of ignorance. It's still a dishonor. Amen. Amen. Go with me, if you would, to 2 Kings chapter 5. 2 Kings chapter 5. Something I want to encourage you in, we're going to minister to people who need healing tonight, but in ministering to he ministering of that healing anointing, it will never dismiss us from doing what God's dealing with us about. God will not use a healing line to override his dealings. Amen. Amen. There was one woman in one of Hagen's meetings, and she came to for the purpose of being ministered to. She had physical condition. And he would tell the people, if you're going to be in more services, don't jump into the healing line the first night. Yeah. Yeah. Hear the word for a while. Yes. Give your faith that advantage yeah. Yeah. of hearing and hearing. Yes. And so she was going to be there for the length of the meeting, so she decided, I'm going to take his advice counsel on that and I'm not going to get in the healing line well while he was teaching in a morning meeting he was teaching on forgiveness walking in love and she was reminded for over 25 years her brother and her had been on the outs yeah. because at an, when their parents died and there was an inheritance issue they didn't agree on something and so they broke fellowship over it And while she's sitting in that service, God begins dealing with her about that. So she, after the service, she goes to a phone. Back then when you didn't have them in your pocket, she went to a phone and she called him. And she said, I just wanted to repent to you over my dealings with you regarding the inheritance. And he says, well, I've been thinking about calling you. And I was going to call you. And she says, well, I'm glad I called because I wanted to repent to you. And he says, well, no, it's partly my fault too. She says, no, it's my fault. And they kept going back and forth whose fault it was. And so she said, well, just so we don't get into strife over that, let's just share the fault. Right. <laughs> she went back to her hotel room, laid down and took a nap. And when she woke up, every one of her physical conditions were gone. She said, I was trying to look for a reason to get in the healing line that night and I couldn't even find one because what, had been, what God dealt with her about Fixed it to where she didn't have to get in a, in a heating line and try to override the dealings of God. We're going to lay hands on you tonight, but it's not, it's never going to dismiss any of us from the dealings of God. Amen. Amen. Second Kings chapter five and verse one, it says, now Naaman, captain of the host of King Assyria was a great man with his master. And honorable. Just because you're great in the the eyes of men doesn't mean you're great in faith or or great in spiritual things. He was a great man with his master and honorable because by him the Lord had given deliverance unto Syria. He was also a mighty man in valor, but he was a leper. And the Syrians had gone out by companies and had brought many captive out of the land of Israel uh, and had brought, uh, and brought away captive out of the land of Israel, a little maid. And she waited on Naaman's wife. And she said to her mistress, would God my Lord were with the prophet that is in Samaria for he would recover him of his leprosy. Look at this. This little girl is carried away into captivity, but yet she's still interested in the one she's basically a slave to getting help. What a right. What a right heart that is, right? Now flip down to verse nine. It says So Naaman came with his horses and with his chariot and stood at the door of the house of Elisha. And Elisha sent a messenger unto him, saying, Go and wash in Jordan seven times, and thy flesh shall come again to thee, and thou shalt be clean. But Naaman was wroth, or he was angry. And went away and said, behold, I thought, there you go, circle that one. I thought, I thought, I got a plan of how God's going to do this. I thought, I thought it through. (laughs) I thought he will surely come out to me. Why? Because he's a man of greatness and honor among his own. But there are different arenas than your own arena. I thought he will surely come out to me and stand. So he's he's envisioned how this whole thing's gonna happen. He's gonna come out, he's gonna stand, he's gonna take a very, you know, noble position, and he will come out and stand, and he will call on the name of the Lord his God. He's gonna make a display. And he will strike his hand over the place and recover the leper. Well, that's pretty good imagination since you've never (laughs) seen that done. The miracle you need, you've never seen. For you. So don't tell him how he's gonna do it for you. And so then he goes on further with his frustration in verse 12, and he lists these rivers of Damascus. They're better than the waters of Israel. In other words, the land I come from, is better than this stuff. Yeah, this, yeah. this it, these are dirty waters. Yeah. Uh-huh. May I not wash in them, what, the rivers I like. Yeah. The rivers I'm used to. yeah. yeah. I decide what waters me. (laughs) May I not wash in them and be clean? What's the answer? No, you may not. No, you may not. No, you may not. So there's your question answered. No, you may not. You can't just do anything you want and get his result. You just can't. So no, you may not. No, Naaman, you may not. So he turned and went away in a rage Wow, you, you need something, buddy. You better not be getting mad. I don't think you got much platform for madness here. So he turned and went away in a rage. And his servant came near. Brother, this servant was taking his own life in his hands. This man's ticked off. And you're a servant. Servants really want to not be the first one to be around the madman. And his servants came near and spake to him and said, My father, their approach mattered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He didn't say, You know, you ain't know that. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're appealing to him. Yeah, yeah. And they know he's wrong. Yeah. yeah. But how honorable they are in their approach because they're going to help bring him into an honor flow. Yes,
1: yes,
0: yes. yes. Yeah. So he said, My father, See, they're saying words of respect, even though he's not acting respectful. My father, if the prophet had bid thee some great thing, what's that mean? Something hard, something real hard. Why? He's He's a military man. He is used to very daring things. He's used to things that set him apart. He's willing to risk things. And there's no risk in what he's told to do. And he said, if the prophet had bid thee do some great thing, wouldst thou not have done it? You would have done something that had risk and daringness tied to it, something of hardship for you as a man. You would have done that. How much rather than when he said to thee, wash and be clean, he gave you something easy. He gave you something easy. The man was tripping over easy. So, see, it appealed to him. He goes, yeah, that sounds right. Then went he down and dipped himself seven times in Jordan, according to the saying of the man of God. And And his flesh came again, like unto the flesh of a little child, and he was clean." Naaman almost lost his miracle because he was not honoring the simplicity of the word he heard. It matters who you have around you (laughs) when you need a miracle. It matters. Because if he would not have had men that cared about him... It matters that you don't just have people around you when you need a miracle who care about their doctrine. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. what? Yeah, they have to care about you, and they have to care about what will help you. So this man, he was. Offended by three things. Three things almost tripped him up. And that was number one, the prophet did not come out himself and give him personal attention. He sent out his servant to tell this man of military valor what to do. And because he did not get the proper attention from the man of God. The attention he thought was proper. He was almost going to bypass his miracle. Then the next thing is the location offended him. I don't like that river. What if Abraham would have decided when he went to offer Isaac, I think I'll pick this mountain. This one's closer. The other one's several days trip. This one's closer. Just go there. Because the ram, as a substitute, was on the mountain where God said to be... The ram's not on the mountain you picked and the one that's closest to your house and the one that's most convenient for you. The ram is on the mountain where he told you to be and Naaman, the healing is in the dirty waters where God told you to dip in. It's not in every flow. And the third thing that almost tripped him up was the ease of the instruction. He was so used to a, a, he, was, he, was a, he was a fighting man. He was a man of war. He was a man of strategy. He was a man of risk and daring. And, he t- and God just slipped him something easy. And oh, I can't do that. And God just says, Just give your tithe. I, I can't do that. It's just easy, it's easier than going out and earning. By the sweat of the brow that has sorrow attached to it. Amen. Uh, We can't direct God in how to work our miracle. We have to listen to the performer of the miracle. The Holy Spirit. Because he will lead us into cooperating with him. Years ago there was a family in the church and some of... Some of their family members would come regularly and some wouldn't come regularly. And there was a a man, I I would say he's in his 30s, and he came for a short time and then left and didn't come back um, over a several year period. And when he came back, he had AIDS. And because he had AIDS, he had cancer, he had uh, tuberculosis, because the AIDS, of course, destroys immune systems, so now you're susceptible to ravaging diseases. So he comes back in his 30s and he's got AIDS, he's got cancer, he's got tuberculosis. He came to a a miracle service that my husband was holding there at our church. And Ed laid hands on him. He was in a wheelchair, he was on feeding tubes. Uh, He had a nurse that was around the clock because his care was so extensive And so Ed laid hands on him and the power of God went into him. And it was obvious. There was changes happening. And Ed said to the man, you come back Sunday and you testify to what God's done. So he goes home. They call us the next morning and they tell us he was bound to a wheelchair. He's out of the wheelchair. He's walking. He was had him a feeding tube. He's off the feeding tube. He's eating eating, everything, every symptom, all the pain has left. He's just, obviously, a miracle has been worked. So he says, I'm going to go. He says, Dr. Dufresne told me to come and give my testimony at the next service, so I'm going to go. And family members around him said, well, don't you know that the doctor said that you can't be out in public because you could catch pneumonia? You got AIDS, you got cancer, you got tuberculosis, and you're trying to protect yourself from pneumonia. (laughs) And they appealed to him out of their own thinking, not out of what God said. What God said, they should have said, the man of God said to come back, we're going to help get you back there. We will pack you up, haul you out, prop you up if we have to, but you're going, it matters who you have around you and who you're listening to when you need a miracle. Because their unbelief can stop your flow. And he listened to them. And two weeks later, I performed his funeral. The disease didn't kill him. The doubt and unbelief of those he listened to Amen. Be someone who helps and encourages someone in their miracle. Don't you trip up over their miracle <laughs> and then end up tripping them up. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. God has miracles for us. We're, we believe in miracles. We honor what God tells us to do in a service. I remember, Pastor Amy, we were in Fredonia, New York, and I don't remember what year it was. And during the praise and worship, I was, it was a morning service. I was going to preach that morning, but I hadn't gotten up there yet. They were doing the praise and worship portion. And she just took off running around. the. It was a smaller room, you know, not as large as this. And she took off and she ran around the building, in the, the room there in the sanctuary. And she came back and she stood back and at her seat. And the word of the Lord came to her and said, you just ran in your new home. Yeah. And what was it? Within a couple of weeks, you... They got a new home, fabulous home, large home, large home. Can't I just, why do I have to dip in that water? Why do I have to run? Why do- just whatever he says to you, do it. Amen. Honor that he knows more than us honor that he's the performer and he's the worker and he's trying to get us into the place where we receive what he performs we're not the performers (laughs) amen what if she had to run I don't know what house she'd be living in I don't I don't know the struggle that they would have had of getting a different home or less than just whatever he says to you. And you know what? It might not sound like what he said to anybody else. That's okay. That's okay. I don't know of anybody else that, that was told in the word, go dip seven times. It doesn't matter that your word doesn't sound like anybody else's word. Don't compare your word, just obey it. Honor and reverence the word enough to do your part and perform your side and he will always perform his side amen stand with me to your feet father we thank you tonight we thank you for your word it's a lamp to our feet it's a light to our path we are so grateful for your word how we love thy law it is our meditation all the day long what you say to us we give it its proper place in our life We're so, so grateful for your word. We're doers of it. Whatsoever you say to us, we do it. Say that after me. Whatsoever. 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 He says to me. me, That's what I do. do. Not what I figured out. Not what I calculated. Not what I planned. What What he says. says. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Our miracles in our hearing. And then obeying what we hear. Hallelujah. Jesus, you're a wonderful healer. We praise you. We glorify. We honor you. We magnify you. We thank you so much. We thank you so much. We give you glory and honor. Hallelujah. God so desires that people receive their answer, their healing, their health restored to them, that he has more than one method. And this is just one method. We'll minister tonight, laying hands on the sick. That's one method. There's other methods. And uh, so whatever method and whatever he tells you to do, value that. Amen. But we're going to implore And employ this one method tonight. So if you're in here and you say uh, I want hands laid on me for healing. Let me see how many hands we have. Just raise your hand if you need hands laid on you. Raise it real high so we can see. Hallelujah. Um, I'm going to ask too that some of the ministers that are here that have healing anointings on their life that they'll assist us in this too because there's certain there's certain um, Arenas of healing that God will use them in and uh, we honor those gifts that are in them as well. Amen If you've got a heart condition tonight Anything with your heart high blood pressure anything like that come up here and we'll minister to you Hallelujah those of you with heart conditions come up here Praise the Lord Praise the Lord praise the Lord Hallelujah Congregation, how many of you know it matters to us that they receive what they need? It matters to us. So that means we're all in on this part. Even if, even if we don't need to come up in a healing line, we're all in because we're fitly joined together and it matters to us that they receive what Jesus paid for them to have. Hallelujah, hallelujah. So release your faith with us, hook up with us. There's a corporate faith United faith that goes into operation and it can lay hold of a greater measure a greater flow of power So you release your faith with us and those of you that are in here tonight and you say You you already know I'm, I want to have hands laid on me tonight It's our privilege to do that, but I want you to say something you declare something with us and these that are up here You declare this say when hands are laid on me the healing power of God will go into my body It will drive out pain and symptoms, sickness and disease, and I shall be whole. Jesus, I worship you. You're my healer. You're my healer. I reverence you as my healer. I respect you as my healer. I have regard for you as my healer. I thank you for it, Father. I thank You for it. Behold, in Jesus' name. That heart be whole in Jesus' name. That heart be whole in Jesus' name. That heart be whole in Jesus' name. We thank You, Father. That heart be whole in Jesus' name. That heart be whole. There it goes in love. That heart be whole in Jesus' name that heart be whole uh, in Jesus name. Mm. Mm. How many of you know if body parts or new parts of the heart are needed? Angels have, angels will bring them. They'll bring them. Amen, angels aren't healers, but they cooperate with healing power. Amen, they're spare parts. Don't be concerned about the severity of your condition. hallelujah healed in Jesus name we thank you for a heart whole made whole in Jesus name in Jesus name for for you or for this one for you father we thank you for healing we thank you for the wholeness that belongs to her that heart be healed in Jesus name that heart be healed in Jesus name that heart be healed in Je. G- there it goes in that power. Uh. That heart be. Oh, there it goes in. In Jesus' name, Hallelujah. For you or for the baby. What's the matter with her? Uh huh. Father, we thank you for healing, wholeness in Jesus' name. Every bit for the difficulty leave in Jesus name we thank you for it father we thank you for it she's beautiful beautiful hallelujah father we thank you we thank you we thank you um pastor chris what what areas does god use you in with healing eyes Okay. Anybody you need healing with your eyes, come up here. Pastor Chris Cody will lay hands on you, minister to you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We thank you, Father. Stigmatism, glaucoma, anything with the eyes, blindness. We thank you, Father. heart conditions, heart problems. Satan, you take your hands off their bodies in Jesus' name. I speak for new body parts. I speak for that which has been closed up to open up. I speak that which has been broken to be made whole in Jesus' name. I thank you, Father, for new hearts. Now, Pastor Chris, you come up and you minister to those live stream with eyes. In the name of Jesus. I command
2: and I speak healing to your vision, yeah. to your eyes. I command all glaucoma to go. I command every stigmatism to be removed in Jesus' name. I command everything within the operation of that eye. Blindness, you go in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you. You give them eyes that see yeah. and ears that hear yes. in Jesus' name. Thank in you
0: Jesus' Lord. name. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Pastor Dennis, what areas does God use you in for healing?
3: I feel like I have sure. Yes. I uh I want to minister to anybody that has and and I want to clarify this. It's not just bad thoughts. But mental torment.
0: Yeah.
3: Or addictions. If you have addictions in your life or you're mentally tormented and you're doing the word and you're doing what you know to do but you just can't seem to yeah. shake it if i could use that word yeah. there's an anointing that destroys every yoke
1: yeah.
3: and mental torment is another area of healing yeah. and so if that's you tonight now again i'm not talking about just having a bad thought how many of y'all know we need to cast sure. thoughts down we need to deal with it but if you're having this issue and you just can't seem to shake that or you're a, you have an addiction, I don't care what it is. I'm not going to ask you what it is. But there's deliverance here for you tonight. If you'll come. In Jesus' name.
4: I receive it now, <laughs> healing <laughs> flowing <laughs> over me, I receive it now, I receive Jesus. it loose Lucid, every minute that you go in the name of
5: Jesus, Lucid, Heal in Jesus' name, flowing every minute over that broken me. over your life. I
4: receive it now. I receive it now. In the name of Jesus. I receive it now. I receive now. I receive it now. I receive it now. I receive it now.
1: I receive
4: in the Jesus. Jesus, I receive it I receive
3: the name
4: of Jesus' we thank you for it, Father. Thank you for that anointing. Flowing Freedom, I receive it now, I receive it I receive I receive In Jesus' name I'm nearly Flowing over Jesus name. me I receive Hallelujah. Thank you Lord for your freedom I receive it now See,
5: Hallelujah. Loose him every bit of that to go in the name of Jesus.
3: Loose him every bit of that to go in the name of Jesus. Jesus' name. Come out in the name of Jesus. Broken Broken over your life in the name of Jesus.
0: Thank you for it, Father. Now, know this, those of you that were ministered to, you have to put something in. Amen. You have to feed on the Word and put it in your thoughts, put it in your meditation, put it in your mouth. Amen. Bring me the mic if you want. Pastor Dennis, if you would come up here and speak to those watching by live stream that are dealing with that. Father, right now, in the
3: name of Jesus, we know there's no time and space in the Spirit. Yes. And so, Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, right there in their homes... Wherever they are, we speak healing and deliverance over them. We rebuke every spirit, every foul spirit. We take authority over you. Loose those people in the name of Jesus. We declare your power broken over their mind, broken over their life, addictions to go. In the name of Jesus, freedom to come. We thank you, Lord. We are free. They are free in Jesus' name. Freedom now in the name of Jesus. And we thank you for it.
0: Hallelujah and those of you that are watching and it doesn't matter when you're watching it, you don't have to watch it live, it's still per- pertinent. Even if it's shown 10 years from now, that's, uh, that's not the thing because God's not held to time. But the thing that's important for you to say is thank God I'm free. You say that. You, you don't wait and check and see did it work. You say thank God I'm free, thank God I'm free, thank God I'm free. Because when the devil has been used to being occupying something, He'll try to convince you he's not gone, that, that you're still his territory. And by you saying, thank God I'm free, thank God I'm free, thank God I'm free, thank God I'm free. You're taking what he offers you. What God offers you, you're taking it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Pastor Dennis, was there anything else that, you, that God uses you in with that? Okay, okay. All right. Brother Joel, what about you? For cancer. Anybody with any form of cancer come up here and Brother Joel can minister to you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Growths, lumps, anything to do with a growth or lump? He'll minister to you. tumors mm-hmm.
3: cancer listen to me i curse you yeah. in jesus name die dry up dissipate
5: be removed be free
0: jesus. hallelujah pastor alvin is there any any arena particular shoulders if you got problems with your shoulders come up here and pastor alvin parker will minister to you Praise the Lord.
5: In shoulders in Jesus' name. Be healed in your 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 shoulders in Jesus' name. Be healed. In in your shoulders, in Jesus' name. Be healed in your
0: shoulders, in Jesus' name. Give me the microphone. Pastor, speak to
5: those by live stream. In the name of Jesus, yes. I command your shoulders, your joints to be healed yes. in Jesus' name. Every bit of bursitis, you go.
0: Yes. In
5: Jesus' name. In Jesus Thank name. you
0: for Hallelujah. 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 Pastor Debbie, is there any particular arena that God uses you? Respiratory issues. Come up here. Respiratory issues. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord.
1: Let the healing power go in open up these lungs and if there's any infection that you know. be gone in Jesus, name. Be healed. Be healed in Jesus name 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 be Be healed in Jesus' name.
4: speak to anyone that has any type of respiratory infection or disease. I command
1: those lungs to open up and to function properly. You will function in a way that God has designed them to function perfectly and whole in
0: Jesus name. And people dealing with COVID, Anyone dealing with COVID, Father, we curse that right now in the name of Jesus. We glorify you for it, Father, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Pastor Keys, is there any particular arena? Backs, those of you with back issues, come up here. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord.
6: Father, of Jesus command us back to line up and be healed by the word in the name of Jesus be healed now in Jesus name thank you Lord by the stripes of Jesus we are whole and healed now in Jesus name in the name of Jesus pay the price for your healing and you are whole right now In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. All pain. Everything has to line up with the word of God. And you are healed right now. In the name. Say, I receive. I take that. In Jesus' name. We command to be made whole. Now, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. The healer has touched you right now. Jesus has healed you right now. Take that. that. Of Jesus, thank you for the healing. Behold, right now, behold, right now, in Jesus' name, behold, right now, in the name of Jesus, behold, right now, in Jesus' name, in the name, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, thank you, Lord. Every part. Every part, every part of the back is whole now in Jesus' name. Thank you. By the stripes of Jesus, we are whole. Oh, yeah. There it is right there. Take that. Take that. Take that right there. That's yours. That's yours. That belongs to you. Wholeness belongs to you in the name of Jesus. Thank you for it, Father. Thank you for it, Father. In the name of Jesus. That's yours. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. By the stripes of Jesus. Yes, that's it. That's it. Hallelujah. 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 Okay. Father, in the name of Jesus, fix every part. We command whole wholeness now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Right now. That's it. That's it right now. You Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for the word. Thank you. You're true to heal. In Jesus. (laughs) In Jesus' name. (laughs) Woo! In the name of Jesus. Take that. In Jesus' name. It's flowing now in your body right there. Thank you, Lord. And the other stuff that needs fixing. That's fixed. God said He's fixed it for you. Jesus
0: Praise God. Uh, come up here and speak to those watching my live stream
6: father we thank you Lord in the name of Jesus that you paid the price for our healing and we receive it now and I bind in Jesus name every sickness every disease Every attack on the body of those listening right now. I command the vertebrates. I command the disc. I command the nerve endings to come in line with the word of God. Be healed in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Pastor Amy, is there any particular area that you seem to get results with more than other? Sleep disorder. Anybody with a sleep disorder, come up here. Praise the Lord.
4: Free. Free. I receive
1: it Free. now,
4: I receive it now, healing flowing over me, I receive Free. it now, I receive
0: Father, we thank you for healing from every sleep disorder, anything that has bound someone from receiving your peace, your wholeness. We thank you that they're free right now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, we thank you for it. For anybody else, if hands have not been laid on you, but you wanted to receive Someone to lay hands on you for your healing come up here if hands have not already been laid on you you have not been ministered to yet but you want to have hands laid on you for healing come up here real quickly and we'll minister to you praise the Lord praise the Lord You're, come up here you, read, come up here you, are, are you seeing those on your phone? come up here and read them read some of them
7: Uh, this is a current testimony there's a couple that they've the couple more they're gonna send us right now online is, yeah by live watching stream. watching by live stream someone said I'm healed in my right shoulder it no longer pops when I lift uh, my arm in my left arm hallelujah thank you Jesus yeah so th- the they're sending us a couple more they are already commenting those watching have yes. already seen a manifestation yeah. let us know let us know amen
0: You know, um, Dad Hagen made this statement about the healing revival. He said healing was just in the air. It was just in the air. And I know what he means by that, that when there's a window, it seems like that God is emphasizing a certain flow. If we'll cooperate with that, that it just becomes tangible. I mean, almost around you, it's just in the air. Well, why don't we just say in the air waves? That as this is ministered to healing going through the airwaves. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I want to speak to those of you watching with knee problems. You need knee replacements, hip replacements. I speak to those knees, you be whole in Jesus' name. I speak to those hips, you be whole in Jesus' name. Father, new joints. We believe you for new joints for joints that work right in Jesus name Satan you take your hands off their bodies in Jesus name right where you're at do something you couldn't do lift your knee bend over some way do something that would have been limiting or difficult to you before and you'll find that healing power is working hallelujah hallelujah what is it with you love that you needed a new hip well, how about new hips for you in Jesus' name? Father, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you for brand new in Jesus' name. Brand new in Jesus' name. I'm going to ask uh, Pastor Chris, Pastor Alvin, Pastor Debbie, Pastor Dennis, uh, Brother Joel and Amy and Brother Pastor Mitch, come up and just get hold, get in front of some of these people in the line and just begin to minister to them if you would. A fracture. Do you know where? It, it seems like left side. He said, that "God's given him this about somebody who has a fracture in the left side somewhere." Uh, if you had anything anywhere near that, I'd respond. I'd respond. Somebody?
2: Seems like lower left side.
0: Here she's. Here's somebody. Yeah,
2: is that you? So what is that? Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Did you have any any sort of diagnosis of a of a fracture in your feet? Really? Okay. He's going to fix that right now.
0: Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Got some
7: more? Come read them. Right now, uh, someone put right shoulder has full range of motion. Right now, no more popping. Another shoulder testimony. Yes, amen. Praise the Lord. And then someone said, I received healing for my eyes and my heart. So you can send, if you're watching, yes. go ahead and type it in right now. Uh, Facebook, YouTube, go ahead. Don't go to the website right now. Type it in. If you can already tell the difference in your body, go ahead. We want to be able to tell the congregation here and tell those watching by live stream. They may be dealing with the same symptoms. So write that in. We'll be able to see that.
0: Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah.
2: Here. Yeah, come on. Go, go all the way over there. Woo! <laughs> come, in, come here. <laughs> now don't put on. Did that hurt? No, no hurt? No, no pain? No. You're not. This pastor and Nancy rather, right, you wouldn't lie. <laughs> Praise <laughs> God. Praise God.
0: Praise Woo! Praise God. Lord, what you need, love for her ears. Who who is it that ministered to ears? Did somebody minister to ears? Nobody ministered to ears. Praise the Lord. I'll minister to ears. <laughs> Hold that. Father, we thank you. Every bit of that dry up in Jesus' name. Every bit of the pain go, every bit of the difficulty go. Be whole in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. <laughs> praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. What about you, sir? For ears, too. Father, we behold in Jesus. Uh, those deaf spirits come out in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Heart. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Anybody else watching with ear problems, I speak. Be free in Jesus' name. Satan, you take your hands off their bodies. Ears, you be open in Jesus' name. You hear as you ought. You function as you ought in Jesus' name. I speak also to those with metal body parts. Metal plates, screws, uh, anything to do with metal parts that have been inserted surgically, causing you problem, causing you difficulties. God knows how to make you whole. I speak to every bit of that. Be whole in Jesus' name. What about you, love? What's he need for his ears? Hey, good looking. How are you? Good. Amen. Father, I thank you for healing in Jesus' name. Those ears to be whole. In jesus name any pain leave him in jesus name we thank you for it father hallelujah hallelujah praise the lord praise the lord how many of you say jesus is a wonderful healer we regard him as our healer amen is there any more you got some more come on
7: oh left shoulder pain and lower back pain gone healed from ringing in the ears uh, no more pain in my back back is healed uh some are saying they're receiving their healing uh, one person put i am free from mental torment exclamation mark exclamation mark um their lungs they're noticing a difference in their lungs are whole uh we see more backs lower back So they're still coming in real time. Everybody that you had hands laid on you for something, give
0: action to that anointing. Whatever part was not functioning as it ought, give action, bend over, stoop down, pick it up, raise it up, turn it around, do something. We're not checking to see if it works. We're giving action to that power. Amen, keep giving action to it. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Okay, everybody put your hands down, everybody. Now, if you can already tell a difference because sometimes things just begin in the working. That's still the power of God. That's still miracle power. But if you say I can already tell a difference, even if it's not completely as it will be, as it shall be, but you can already tell a change. Raise your hand real high. Let us see. Raise it real high. Turn around and look at look at the look at how good Jesus is. Keep your hand up high. Keep your hand up high. (laughs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. (laughs) Hallelujah. The Lord is good. And His mercy endures forever, for the Lord is good and his mercy endures forever, for the Lord is good, and his mercy endures forever. And Father, I thank you for another degree, for the healing in the house, that as we leave this place, Father, I uh, believe. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, you have honored us and God honors the house. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. We thank you for it, Father. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord.
7: Praise the Lord.
0: Hallelujah. Anything else, Morgie?
7: Uh, someone's eyes instantly cleared up. They're not Canada, Ontario, Canada. Uh, and eyes then someone said they were limping and had pain when they walked, got up from the sofa to walk and realized all the pain had left. Hallelujah.
0: So I say this those are watching right now, you do something you couldn't uh, do before. And the- Get up right there where you're at, move it around, and you say, I'm too embarrassed. Never be too embarrassed to receive power. The devil's not embarrassed to try to put it on you. Penny. I guarantee you. So give action to that. Praise Penny. the Lord.
7: It says I've had strange growths develop through the years because of bodybuilding, nothing painful, just strange little gross knots they've been shrinking as they touched them since pastor prayed. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I believe in the
0: power of God. I believe in the power of god hallelujah 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 we glorify you we magnify you hallelujah praise the lord praise the lord praise the lord praise the lord hallelujah everybody just shout praise the lord Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 The Lord is good. The Lord is good. The Lord is good. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Pastors, thank you again. Congregation at Church on the Rock, thank you again for being so open and wonderful to us. And we love you. And, uh, we, it's been our privilege to be here. Thank you so, so much. Hallelujah. Turn to somebody before you're dismissed and say it as loud as you can for the Lord is good. Lord is good. Hallelujah. God bless you. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at DufrainMinistries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony become a partner, or visit our online store. This program has been made possible by the friends and partners of Dufresne Ministries.